0: Log talk radio. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy,
1: Miss Clardy.
2: Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for Tuesday, December the 9th. I'm your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Brother Blondie for today's show. Say something, Brother Blondie.
0: Oh,
1: well, you know, uh, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, something I want to uh, give to you and the people according to the, uh... hello. oh, okay, hello, everybody. Yes. And, uh, you know, I hope you all have a nice uh, day today.
2: Yeah, we're coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio, as we will do every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We have a great show for you this evening. We will be talking about the victimization and fraud happening in our judicial system. And we will be taking your calls and comments at 347 Eight eight four eight six eight four, and don't forget to leave your comments and suggestions on the Lardy Miss Clardy profile, or email us at brotherblondy at hotmail dot com or wclardy at fraud dot com. For today's topic and concerns of our judicial system. It's why are the judges and attorneys violating the constitutional rights and legal rights of the American citizens? And for what reasons are they responsible and accountable for the downfall of citizens of America? Let's learn why and how judges and attorneys are responsible and accountable. Find out what we can do to expose and solve the the, the corruption and to stop the tyranny. Responsibility, accountability, and transparency are the issues at hand. And what can we do to prevent from being lied to and victimized by predators on higher levels? We will be right back. Well, all right, we are back with your host, Lottie Miss Clardy, and co-host Brother Blondie. Say something,
3: Brother Blondie.
2: Oh
1: boy, oh, I mean, we, we we got a lot to talk about, don't we, Lottie Miss Clardy? I think we do. I mean, you you know, according to the uh uh a uh, Bob Hurt, uh, you can at bob bob at BobHurt.com, dot com. You know, according to the judicial accountability initiative law we the people of california find that the doctrine of judicial immunity has been greatly abused that when judges abuse their power the people are obliged it is their duty to correct that injury for the benefit of themselves and the posterity in order to ensure judicial accountability and domestic tranquility Mm. We hereby amend our Constitution by adding the following provisions as Section 32 to Article 1, which shall be known as the Jail Amendment. And to avoid absurd results, words shall be given their plain, ordinary, and literal meanings, and where appropriate, the singular shall include the plural and vice versa. For purposes of this amendment, following the terms shall mean a judicial officer hearing and, and uh, judiciating legal actions and proceeding within the judicial branch government. This definition shall not be uh, consured to mean trial juror, prosecutor, or any administration officials, statements official to the claim or defense presented in a pleading filed in court, any unlawful act that impedes the lawful conclusion of a case to include unreasonable delay and willful rendering of an unlawful or void judgment or order, a party holding a corporate charter as distinguished from a, from a business license, a special grand jury, an adverse amenity decision, or a criminal conviction against a judge.
2: Wow. Wow. Now, that takes it back to why are the judges and the attorneys violating the constitutional rights of, and legal rights of the American citizens? That's my question. Why are the judges and attorneys violating the constitutional rights and legal rights of the American citizens? And for what reason are they responsible and accountable for the downfall of citizens of America? And if you know why and how judges and attorneys are responsible and accountable, please call in. Please call in at 347 347- Eight eight four eight six eight four, 8684 and give us your comments on this. It's very important that the comments go out this evening. We need to know why. Um, Again, for what reasons are they responsible and accountable for the downfall of citizens of America? Let's learn why and how judges and attorneys are responsible and accountable. Find out what we can do to expose and solve the corruption and to stop the tyranny responsibility and accountability and transparency are the issues at hand. so we have right now as a caller online caller number one are you there? I'm here. We want to know why what is what is your what is your what is your uh thoughts on the issues of the judges and their and the attorneys and their tyranny over the American citizens in the court system. And what what do you think about this? We need to know what is wrong with them and why are they violating constitutional rights and legal rights of the American citizens?
3: It's always about the money. That's what it's about. I'm calling from Sarasota County to warn the public of the massive corruption that's been permeating throughout this place and other places throughout Florida, and then I'm finding out throughout the nation, but it's getting worse, and I want to inform all Americans that they may very well find themselves on their way in the legal world, and that they must take the preconditioned filter off of what is happening to their neighbor and do something about the massive fraud that lingers upon our courts before it's their turn. They're going to find that there's no one there helping them, that they're going to have to go and get legal schooling. It takes years, years of practice and experience. And even the attorneys now don't have, some of them don't even know what the law is. It seems that case laws are being made so they can pick and choose whatever they to be for the day. I did not know that laws were different in different counties and different states. Did you know that?
1: Oh, well uh my question is though, uh for you uh, caller, uh do you feel that there will ever be an equally level playing field of our judicial system? Because personally I just don't see that.
3: Well I don't see it at all either. As a matter of fact everyone's remaining complacent and what they need to do is we have to go out there and do it ourselves because your officials and your uh and your media members I'm not reporting this, and they're not doing it for you. You're the only one left. Victims have to find each other on the Internet. Otherwise, they're never going to know about each other. And a lot of people are going to suffer from PSTD for no reason because of what's happening. I was blocked everywhere down here from medical treatment and compensation over a car accident that was caused by one of State Farm Insurance's drivers when she flew in the air and hit my car twice. From there, I was blocked from my small claims case, from my pay when I was illegally fired, I was harassed, yelled at, interrogated like I was a criminal. It was awful. It's awful down here. They wanted to do nothing but erase my case, which they did, ran a sham trial, and they're all, no, it's all factual. As a matter of fact, I was here in this county while another one was in the county next county over doing the same thing, and it turned out we were naming the same attorneys, people, facilities, and everything. Still, there's no one out there asking me a single question or addressing what has happened to me.
4: Okay, cool. okay well,
2: um, I guess the question would be is, what can we do, or about this, I can this, tell you uh, what we can
3: do. We can do several things. One, you need local media, not national media, because you can't do anything about someone in another state or county. That's number one. And number two, the ma- major problem you're having is one word, corporations. If you break these corporations back up into individually fr- owned franchises, you'll know who's responsible. You'll know who the person is that's hiding behind the entity instead of throwing your fists up at, 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 the, at the, in the air.
2: Well, now that's a question to even ask at that point. Now, you talk about the media. So if we can't deal with the national, national media and we need a grassroots media, so how will we get these connections together where we could come up with some type of grassroots media uh, between the links between states and the grassroot communities to get something
3: started like that? Well, that's a good question. The people have to get motivated. They have to start realizing um, what's really going on. I mean, how else are you going to get them? You'll see the newspapers are dwindling down now. People are starting to catch on. They have to go, But they have to go on the Internet to find the truth. And then they have to also sort out what's disinformation. But they're going okay. to go after the Internet soon, and then not, that's the only place that poor people who are victims can vent. There's nowhere else.
4: Well, okay.
2: Now, that's, now that's a great idea. But still, we got to find a way to rally the people. I'm here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, where I have an organization set up called Families and Victims of Fraud with the acronym of fave off And... My whole concern is, if the people are having such a rough time with our judicial system, attorneys and judges that are not giving the justice that they deserve or that they are depriving them the access to this justice don't you don't you think wouldn't you think that these specific people that's crying and complaining about this? would find a way to find us, even though we're out there saying here we are, but it's too cold in the winter time to come together. Um, it's too hot to come together. Um, we got stuff to do and we can't get to you is the complaints that we keep getting. So how do we reach the ones that are sick and tired of being sick and tired at this point?
3: That's a good question. I mean, it's up to the people. They have to get angry. And so far, the only thing that's enraged them, uh, at least got the media being pushed uh, overboard, with, is with the financial. That's where it all came from, the banking situation. They obviously have been controlling uh, the, the peoples of their countries all along, and we need to do something about that because all, they've been changing the case. The laws, uh, without my knowledge, I didn't know, and maybe others did, but I don't think they realize to the extent that it really is. A lot of these attorneys and judges, um, they they need help too, and, and they want help. And I'm finding out if you go out and you learn the legal system, and if everybody starts learning the legal system, they'll see, oh, my God, we have got to change this. We can't we need to be taught this in school for one and they need to change it drastically because it's just a big mess.
1: Uh thank you uh, uh caller. We uh we we appreciate your uh uh comments and you know I I I feel for you on, on those comments that you made you made some uh, uh very strong points. I, I I would like to ask uh, uh brother uh Delante X you you know what are your uh thoughts on uh the judicial system and, and you know uh how how the judicial uh, system is because in in my personal opinion Lardy uh clardy and uh the and uh, G two to the the problem with the fraud in the justice system as i see it It's an uneven, unequal level playing field in not one, not two, but three different uh, categories. There's no equal justice in terms of race. There is no equal justice in terms of money. It plays a part with rich and poor. And and, and there's justice in terms of gender. And I feel as, as long as as long, as long as those three categories still remain you know, you know unequal we'll always have you know problems with the fraudulent uh judicial system
5: Thank you um, this is brother delante um, uh, vice president of Goomba empowerment incorporated and also a, a a member of the nation of islam um, my perspective on the situation is is that we are in, a, in a, a government that is really outsourced, especially when it comes to finances. We are so far in debt, we're talking trillions of dollars in debt, that it lends or leans towards those who have money to persuade, whether it's in the judicial system, the educational system, or any of the um, uh, places that we might look for opportunities politically and different things like that to be swayed. And until America can uh, bring down the debt, we will continue to be ruled by outside powers. Even us borrowing money from the Federal Reserve is definitely impacting on some of the decisions that we make and who we hold as alliances in this world. Saying that to say... uh, I think the whole judicial system has to be restructured in a manner that it is not being bought out. It's not being sold out. So my question for maybe some of the callers or maybe for some of the uh, other hosts that are here is is if we can't be uh, a part of or if we are a part of a system that is being bought out or sold out, then to participate, or do we start creating something for ourselves? Uh, I believe that the judicial
3: system must change in many ways. One, I think that if we got rid of uh, insurance and allowed everybody to have universal health care versus having all that money go to the attorneys and all their court personnel... you. By the time you added up all that cost, people wouldn't have to keep waiting and fighting for for what they need medically. Because that's what happened to me. If it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody, right? That's you and me. I mean, I'm paying for insurance, but I can't use it. I pay for a tax for social security and they won't allow me to have anything, no compensation, no medical treatment. I'm blocked. There's nothing I can do.
1: Oh, uh you, you know once again that's a pretty excellent point uh, uh right right here you, you know with uh with us uh you, you know here here at the round table is brother G2 the uh CEO of Kumba Empowerment Organization where yours truly brother Blondie is proud to be the spokesman of that uh organization uh give me your opinions uh uh G2 on the uh, the uh, topic that we, we've all been talking about this evening on the
6: fraudulent judicial system. Good evening. Uh, yes, I'm Brother G2, the president of the Umba Empowerment Organization. Uh, in terms of the discussion topic of your hand this evening, I do believe that we as a people, a country called the United States, are now in a great divide of a class system. i, I Personally, I don't believe there is really there not any more middle class. You're either poor or you're rich. So 80% of us fall in that poor category. We need to start an information revolution and gather the information that we need for resources to help ourselves and not allow ourselves to be no longer babysitted and taken care of by the government and government programs. As it, as, as it says in the so-called constitution, we the people need to care for we the people ourselves. Thank you. Now
2: caller, caller, caller number one, are you there? Are you there?
3: Am I caller number one?
2: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are.
3: Yes, we need to stop the banks from uprooting all the communities by what they just did. That's exactly what they just did. They they lent a a lot of money out to people who had a lot of equity in their home, and I believe that the purpose was to disrupt and break up and throw people out of their homes uh, so that they can all uh, stockpile on these uh, assets, because that's the only thing that's really an asset at this point, um, since the whole United States seems to be living on credit. So keeping us indebted like this is only going to keep us as slaves. So we all need to, to break this barrier and cut it out. We need to do something.
2: Yes, and, and I do agree with you there. So There's what no reason
3: for- why everybody can't have a home. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, it's more, it's, even though that it's about the homes as well, but there's a whole lot that, that is at stake because here – in Ohio, uh, what I have come across with is not only is it about homes now, but it's about also losing employment for now for the reason why you cannot keep your home as well. And then well, we're talking about people taking people's children, you know, which that is another domino effect to, to losing
3: well, your now you have a and whole and new show house. there, Wendy. That's a whole new exactly show.
2: So. Well yeah. well, yeah, but but, we're, we're, but what I am saying to that is that there is a tyranny that's going on in the judicial system dealing with the judges and the attorneys where they want people to believe that they can help them when it's only those that they're helping that's got money. Only money is going to help money. But when you're talking about a grassroots community that have, let's say, the the low-income middle class and the mess after that, and then the poor. If you ain't got no money, you can't get that help that they would normally give those that can get it. Only because they have the money to get money. You understand what I'm saying? And then they're shut down. So what I'm looking at is from my own uh, um, my own experience in dealing with the people that's in my in, in my uh, company. They're having a problem because we go into the courts together with these individuals, and the problem problem that they're having is is fair justice, whether they got got the money or not, but they're able to prove without a shadow of a doubt that there have been some foul play. And some injustice things uh, or some or some bad things that have happened to them and that they can prove it, the judges and the attorneys, they, they even cough it up and say, okay, we know. But, oh, well, I'm sorry for your luck because it's already done and you can't do anything about it or – we don't have any judicial rights over it. Well, in my case, or in anybody's cases, what are you starting up the court procedures for? No jurisdiction in the first place. But the whole idea of what you were asking was what can we do to put it out on front? So what I did was create at a meeting that I had to start a presentation of all, of all of those that were involved in my organization that have been lied
0: <laughs> brought in and the
2: judicial system, system. Uh, meeting. at your meeting so that they can get a fresh taste of what's going on to be able to expose the judicial system because all of the people that's been exposed now, the banks, uh, the government, the president, everybody got the light shined on them except the judicial system. And
3: well, what that is, has to be done from Congress. They have, I believe they have the power, and, and there is a, a government uh, capacity up there. There is a department that's supposed to be removing corrupt judges. However, they're not, so that's where your target is.
2: But you're talking about official oversight. Which the we people who are, are, are
3: the oversight we government. We don't have one. I mean, we have one, but they're not doing their job. They're not removing these corrupt people because exactly. these judges are all connected together and won't remove them. Uh, remove them either. And so, what can what can we down at the bottom do? I can't do anything. Wait a minute, now now, that's,
2: now wait a minute. That's the that's the part that I want to deal with because see, it may appear to be that we down here at the bottom don't have anything to do with the power because we're acting like we don't have power. But I am going to say this. Barack Obama, even in all his hope speeches, gave a speech about change. And what has happened to him couldn't have happened without the power of the people coming together. And I can also say this as we speak, this is the same type of power that we use to push him in office because we came together as a people to have it happen. It's the same thing that we got to do to have the people to rally together for this same cause for change. Cause speak up, speak out, and stand up against Yes, well, whoever the the, done.
3: Wendy, whoever they put in, and it seems to me that I'm finding this out to be pretty much what it is, it seems to me that they're just putting people in that they can blackmail into our official capacities. Right now, the thing going on with both McCain and Obama that has been going around was neither one of them were citizens of the United States, so they're threatening them through the courts. That's like blackmail.
2: But, but we're not concerned with that, because we know lies is always going to be posted.
3: Well, we're well concerned it doesn't necessarily mean it. it doesn't necessarily mean it's a lie. What I'm getting at is, what, what good is, is an official who's being blackmailed? How can they work for you?
2: Well, but what the point is is that it's us that make them work. It's not him. He we hold them accountable. We're the one that put them in there, and so it's not about him coming forth to do anything. It was us that made it possible for him. So we Ma, I have, have you to right. ourselves. Our ourselves have to be accountable, and mm-hmm. we have to be responsible.
0: We have what to work collectively. Have That's the problem.
2: To
3: if the public doesn't act collectively, then we don't get anywhere, and that's where the problem lies. If they all start acting collectively for justice, that's when you'll see a change. Okay, I've got
4: 30 minutes,
2: and like here. Let me go to a commercial real quick, and then I will be back, okay? I will be back. Are you having a restless night? Are you bored on the weekends? Well, have no fear. The party's over here at Sleepless Night's nightclub, located at 879 East Long Street, where the lights, camera, and action is. This Friday is party night. Ladies, come fly. Men come GQ. We have live local entertainment and drinks are free. Cover charge is $25 at the door. Doors open at 11 to 5 a.m. in the morning. So come on down to Sleepless Nights Nightclub, where the live entertainment is social activity, chess games, car games, and relaxation in the jacuzzi. There's nothing like Sleepless Nights Nightclub. Sleepless Nights Nightclub, the best party nightclub in town. Sleepless Nights Nightclub,
4: located.
1: Lardy up. Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy.
0: Lardy Miss
2: Clardy. <laughs> this is W O U Blog Radio and. Lordy, Miss Clardy is back on the line again, and we want to continue the conversation on what's going on with our judicial system, and what can we do to stop them from lying to us and taking everything we got and frauding us from having our rights uh, and justice done in our behalf. Uh, we have caller online that we have had an intermission with but want to come back and 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 finish the conversation. But before I do that, I would like to ask a simple question. And it may seem a little, a little, a little not simple to many, but it's a simple question. Why are the judges and attorneys violating the constitutional rights and legal rights of the American? citizen. That's my question. And caller, if you can answer this question, I'll be so happy. Please answer this question. Why are the judges and attorneys violating
0: the constitutional rights and legal
2: rights of these citizens?
3: The answer is money. It's always been about power and wealth. I'm going to ask this with
2: With Minister Delonte who is is the vice president president of KUMA Empowerment Empowerment. and And I'm going to ask this question too why are the judges and attorneys violating the constitutional rights and legal rights of the American citizens can you answer
5: that for me um My humble opinion, I believe that uh, you have a a system that is, first of all, that has created a situation that they are borrowing at such a, a rate that they will always be in debt. When you're talking about trillions of dollars of debt, that is not something to be able to get out. And that's why most of us, with our credit card issues, It's very hard when you go on payday lenders and you're in debt with this car and this house and that, that you can actually get financial freedom. And America is at a point where it is very difficult, if almost impossible, to regain financial freedom. And so um, to be very brief, I think, for one, with the uh, martial law being uh, in effect, we really truly as citizens really have – no rights. And that was done and taken away with 9-11. And we can, um, with the Patriot Act, we can um, stomp, scream, yell, but until we are able as a as a person first and as a community and as a nation become financially independent, then we'll continue to be borrowing money from the Federal Reserve, which is not a part of America. It's actually owned by wealthy, elite uh, businessmen that are controlling not just America but the entire world. And until we recognize some of these unseen um, hidden hands that are behind the scenes, we will continue to be throwing rocks at puppets. And we have to do for self. And I believe if you're not satisfied with what's going on, then I think you have to create something for yourself and of your own. And I believe... That the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan is creating a nation that will be independent financially, mentally, and spiritually for people to be able to interact with each other in a peaceful manner. So my suggestion would be maybe if you go to FinalCall.com and maybe get acquainted with some of the articles and some of the issues on there, it will maybe help you see some of those unseen things that you would not get from mainstream media. Also, the Final Call newspaper is a great instrument to be able to see and hear some of the things that are going on nationally, as well nationally, that, again, the mainstream media, Fox, NBC, um, ABC, does not want you to be informed about. America is being dumbed down, and until we take control of ourselves and our minds, we will continue to be misled by the media. And that's um, probably a little longer than I intended, but that's my uh, opinion on that.
1: Oh, uh you, you you know the uh, caller said it best, Lordy Miss Lordy, in terms of the problem. You 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 know money. You you know if you got money,
0: you, you
1: know you can get away with uh, just about anything. It, especially when you white and and got money. And I give you a perfect example of this uh, from from last year.
0: You know there are a lot of black women. A
1: lot of young black strong mothers
0: who has their, who has
1: their kids, kids taken away from them, you know, and a lot of, a lot of it for no apparent reason whatsoever. Yet someone like Britney Spears, who failed to appear in court eight times last year, I repeat, she failed to appear in court eight times last year, yet she still has joint custody of her two children. Now let, now let let a sister, sister miss, skip a court day on, on, a, on a child custody case case. Yeah yeah I, mean, yeah I mean just just let her miss a let her, let her uh, miss a court uh, court day. Fail to appear in court and see if see if the judicial system will, will still give give that woman uh, a, a, a joint uh, custody. You want to talk about? A, a fraudulent uh, judicial system where both race and money plays a part you, you, you know that, that that's a perfect e- example now if if that's not evidence of, of a fraudulent judicial system lordy miss miss lordy i i, I you, you know i don't know what it is well, you know
2: what, and that goes to say that's what injustice is all about. I see that we have a second caller that has called in. Now I want to go too deep on real talk. Caller number two, are you there?
7: Um, uh, is that me?
2: That must be you.
7: All right, this is. Are you there? I'm, This is Bill. I'm calling from Atlanta. I think we spoke earlier, but. Uh, I'd like to submit to the young man that talked about the federal reserve. That's why I'm a Ron Paul advocate. But anyway, the, oh, the issue the, the issue is those are the goal makes the rules. And here's the bottom line. If you want to have your constitutional rights protected in the courtrooms, you got to have TVs in the courtroom. you got to have tapes made of the uh, proceedings in the courtroom, including the grand juries, because the judges and the powers to be cannot backdate items like that they cannot manipulate the the files and and pass them around and hide them and everything else that they do in the Taffy Rice case and the uh wendy tottleman and all these other folks cases. Don't forget the,
2: mine. Well, that's case right. is in that one too.
7: I understand. Is you or is you
2: in there Florida? I know don't forget your case either. Your case on yeah. that one too Florida.
7: Well, no, the, the this is in Georgia, but the the, in Florida, they already have cameras in the courtrooms, and it makes the judges honest. But here's the thing: Martin went to the streets because a lot of people told him to go to the courts, and he knew he couldn't win in the courts. He'd ultimately just drag out, drag out, drag out. This is what people got to stop issue, you know, dividing us by race. It's it's about economics, my friend. O.J. If he was poor, he would have been on death row a long time ago. This is what people have to deal with. I'm afraid that O.J. Simpson, if he'd been poor, he would have been on death row because he didn't have the money to to keep fighting in court long enough. This is my point. Those who have the gold, rich people go to court, poor people go to jail. That's what it boils down to. And and if you want to make your, your judges honest, then you've got to push your legislatures throughout the states to back putting TVs in the courtroom. And they've got to have tapes made of them because between that and the grand juries that's the only thing that we the people have the stand on in this country because they can pass all these laws like they did in georgia where they take away the constitutional rights to property and turn them into privileges like hr 1306 did and all the other issues gun rights everything else and they can take it like irs tax court they pick us off one at a time in tax court that's why county governments love to raise your tax assessments on your property so that they can pick us off one at a time. They don't want to raise the military. They want to pick us off neighbor against neighbor. They don't want to get us all mad at the same time. And this is where networking becomes very very important because if united together, we're going to we're going to survive. If not, we're going to be hung separately. And that's my my sentiment.
4: Yes, Okay,
7: okay. What do we have to, have to
2: do to network? network? Uh-huh. Um and as caller number 1, caller number 1, are you there? I am okay. Okay, um, uh, because this is this is to one of the uh, questions that you had in terms of what we got to do to come together in order to do uh, what we need to do to make the awareness known and to show that we the people do have power. So the question uh, to you, caller two, is.
7: Yes, ma'am.
2: What do we what do we have to do to network? Okay, we, okay, we know that we have to uh, have, uh, have court uh, uh, cameras in the rooms and and different things of that sort to keep them honest. But then the second question would be, how do we get networking to happen? And then the the third question would be is what do we need to do? As a, as a grassroots community, community to make it happen?
7: Well, uh, you know, the, the first thing is if, if we force our legislators to represent our constitutional rights and get them in the situation where we have tapes, then we can take tapes and get them on the Internet and, and network them through YouTube or vehicles such as, um, I can't think of the world uh, um, technique. There's a lot of different ways that we have to to, to facilitate getting this on the network, uh, internet, because that's the only way that we can bring the uh, the injustice into the light of day. There's no other way. It's like communist China right now. They're doing cam- uh, picture cameras and they're taking pictures of the writing taking place and, and getting it out of the country and putting it on YouTube. We've got to do the same situation here in the United States in order to bring justice I into agree. the light of day. And and without that, I mean, we can we can. I'll try and visit each other on certain critical days in court so that we can show that there's a lot of people watching what this injustice is being inflicted upon these people individually. And there's some of us that could be like expert uh, witnesses that could be called upon at different times for different things. And th- those types of things, whether through emails or however the vehicle can be, someone who's a little bit more fluent with that, I'm a little old school on some of these things. I'd like to point out
4: to
3: caller number two that in Florida, they do not record any civil cases now. And I don't know whether they did before, but I was having trouble getting records that they kept from me and then blackmailed me for and then escalated the price data range, just so you know
7: well and and that's unfortunately that they have that defect because they need that in civil as just as much as they do in criminal because well now you one, know why
3: they're not money
7: <laughs> oh sure, absolutely those are the gold goldmason rules. you got remember that again and yep. again and again. There's another expression I have, but i'll I'll leave that for another time about the the law but But this is how you have to bring it forth to the public's consciousness and and a lot of people back in your area are not going to necessarily get on board with your individual case, unfortunately, even though it may be unjust as it is. But they have to say, well, there's nothing wrong with TVs in courtrooms. Why don't we have tapes of all the proceedings? That's, that seems like a reasonable request. And, those, and make that's, it public. That's right, because justice has to be public in order for, to be justice. Otherwise, it can't be anything else. You well, know, I mean, and, and, I mean,
2: that's what they do with the documentation, it's exactly well, what they do with
7: documentation. They've made that public to some degree, and it's public yeah, but record, see, pay, so why paper not paper files let that be public records. Paper files are easy to lose uh or so they say. Uh they backdate things. They can do a lot of they can play hide and seek with them and they can put you around the uh, merry-go-round just to keep you from meeting a deadline or a lot of different things. And this is how they protect their own. I mean, why do you think uh, the, the movie The Devil's Advocate is all about how law touches everyone's life sooner or later, and and this is this is what we have to do as a country if we want to maintain our freedoms. And I would submit to you because the personalities of individual cases sometimes people understand and sometimes they don't. The facts they may glaze over on, but they can't argue with apple pie and motherhood and why not have the truth revealed on tape in courtrooms. You know that's an easy no-brainer situation that we as individuals have to push for. And then once we do that, when the injustices take place, you know, for instance, a judge may consistently say, "Well, the 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 tape taping equipment was down." You can only do that so many times before sooner or later someone's going to rise up and say, hey, "Okay, there's something phony going on here." Because. The courts is how they pick us off one at a time, and that's how we mm-hmm. got to bring them out of, out of the uh, the dungeon in their little back room deals and bring them out in the open. You know th- this. I love and appreciate what you're doing here because, I, and I agree with the young man talking about the, uh, Britney Spears. I mean, I, I couldn't I couldn't have said it better. You know, those out of goal makes the rules, and this is how they circumvent the law for the rest of us. And and we have to rise up as a group, as a unit and not divide herself on all the issues that the powers-to-be want us to be divided on. You have to want and love justice for all, not just for few.
2: All right. I want to take this time to go to another break at this time. But hold on there, number caller number one and two, until we get back. Do this commercial, and then we will continue the conversation on what's wrong with our judicial system, uh, calling out the attorneys and the judges. We'll be right yes, back. Ma'am.
7: Thank you.
0: How are you doing? Are you facing bankruptcy? Are you, are you
2: facing divorce? Have you ever Have you been
0: victimized? Who you turn to? Turn to Wise Law. Wise Law will help you. Wise Law has 25
2: years of experience in protecting and defending your rights.
0: To contact
2: Wise Law, call 614 868 Wise.
0: The office of
2: Wise Law is located at 1000 East State Street in Columbus. Wise Law will help you get monetary relief on personal injury, tort claims, and even child support. Wise Law will appear at demonstrations. Wise Law will settle your claims.
0: They don't get paid until you do. Wise Law
2: consultations are free. So whatever your legal issues
0: are, call Wise Law. Wise Law. Wise People. WiseLaw.com.
2: back on the block talk radio continuing the conversation on what's going on with our judicial system And and we're talking out against and what the judges and the attorneys are doing i want to get back to caller number two on one other question that i have to ask when it comes to these attorneys caller number two and caller number one if you want to go too deep on real talk on this blog talk show, jump in. And anybody else that want to get in. But the question to you, caller number two, is what I can do to get the attorneys that are that don't have no power to have autonomy and what can we do to get them to think about doing contingencies since our judicial systems won't deal with it because we ain't got no money
4: And the only
2: way you can get in Is if you got some And since the economy is now in a rut
4: And everything is
2: Falling down around it We ain't got no money To even hire an attorney Which is causing all of the pro se litigants To rise up and say Here we are, whether we right or wrong We're coming in to tell What doesn't happen to us What can we do to get attorney?" that have no power because of the good buddy system, to get autonomy and to think about having contingencies uh to deal with the cases that are uh left behind. Can you answer that question, sir?
7: Well, I'd suggest that at this point we need to try and reach out to law students in law school and other areas so that we can become more fluent in the law itself in the history of this country and how it's been uh, manipulated into a corporate world as opposed to a case law, uh, you know, equity law situation, which I think is what the British call it. Uh, And maybe law students and a a sympathetic professor is is the only real hope that has tenure, because the judges will will absolutely shred a lot of lawyers' ability to uh, argue cases if they come in too many times on behalf of some of these causes, and uh, it's not to the powers to be liking. So you got to do an end run around that and become fluent enough in the law yourself, and hopefully, uh, like Georgia State maybe and uh, University of Florida and different places would have access to the law, because that's the other oxymoron. How can you have justice unless you have equal opportunity to the law? uh it's, it you can't do it uh, that's why the Miranda rights came out, because it, that guy didn't even know how to speak English and uh you know he didn't even know what his rights were and and this is the where we're at whether it be in civil court criminal court or whatever so we've got to try and get some sympathetic folks in in the uh, that haven't been uh gone over to the dark side so to speak yet and willing to try and help coach some folks on some of the issues that they can use to go into court, because it is our inherent right to be able to argue our own cases if we can, because the the, the Romans did that, or you could appoint someone to argue your case in your behalf, because no one's going to have your best interests at heart other than yourself or your your loved ones. You know, short of that, I don't have any magic wand to to say how we can motivate people to do the right thing. <laughs> That's right. It's
3: unfortunate. People have to be forced to take care of one another. That's just the way it is. Mankind cannot be trusted, and it even says so in the Bible.
7: Well, uh, unfortunately, the uh, you know, in the time of Christ, they chose Barabbas over Christ, and, uh, you know, Judas chose to do what he did.
3: Uh, well, I'm just pointing
7: something out. It's uh, just the fact that mankind
3: well, cannot be trusted. It's It's, just, it's well, unfortunate.
7: And, and, and that's a graphic example of how, you know, Those people were not forced to make the decisions they made. They chose to make those decisions. And Americans have got to realize if you think you're going to have a country that's going to be based upon uh, liberty and freedom and justice for all, then it just doesn't happen on its own. You've got to – the price of freedom is eternal vigilance, and that's where we're at. I can
3: answer more of Wendy's question for her. The answer is a couple of things. One, the judicial – The process has been changed over where only one judge decides foreclosures or probate cases, and that needs to change. They've taken away our jury trials in other areas. Um, We need to stop uh, judges from ignoring obvious or blocking serious evidence, Uh, and we need to get rid of the case laws because it's making it costly for the attorneys. And uh, we need to make the laws easier to understand because if they just run you around in circles, if you start reading them, they make no sense,
0: <laughs> and
3: where they're hard to read, they, they really do. It's I understand,
7: just, I understand.
3: They you can they make it so English. much less costly, and they need to do the recordings during the each of the proceedings so that
7: you're not stranded. Well, that's why English okay. is official, official language is fought by the attorneys, because that would force them to also have to change their language to common, ordinary English, as opposed to Latin and all the other terms. So <laughs>
2: Well, okay, I now I want to get in here for a second because it looked like that we have a third caller that have called that has called in i don 't know if they're here to listen, but we only have three minutes uh before the closing of this blog talk radio, but it will continue we we can continue after we get finished uh, 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 speaking on the things we need to in order to vamp out on this show, but it is still be streaming where we can finish the conversation and it will still be recorded. so if you don't mind if we will get to uh, the business first yes. and then uh, the close is out, we only got for three minutes but caller number three, I want to ask are you here to listen or are you here to uh, have comments to say yes. on what what's going on with our judicial system here yes. Yes. hello. hello? Caller number, number, caller number three? There. Are you there?
0: Yes.
2: yes. Okay. We have caller number one, caller number two. Now we're 3D and on Real Talk here on the blog talk show, on Lardy Miss Party Show. Um, I hope that you were able to hear what we needed to say, but stay tuned and let me uh, uh, at least gently take out, you know, this conversation and we'll resume it. And it will still be taped, and we still can continue doing what we've got to do, okay? But I only got the two minutes till the show is ending, all right?
6: Okay. okay. So stay
2: tuned just for a second here. Everybody hold. All right. Well, we're at the end of the show, and we now need to thank everyone that was listening and everyone that participated. Uh, in the studio on the Lardy Miss Lardy show uh, uh, on the conversation of the judicial system and what's going on with it. And we also have the People's Law School here in Columbus, Ohio, that makes learning easy, and they're holding their sessions every week from uh, 7 to 9 p.m. at Trinity United Church of Christ, at 1180 Shanley Drive, and the sessions are free to the public here in Columbus, Ohio. You don't need any prior knowledge or experience about the law. They have a broad range of discussions on civil lawsuits, consumer protection, and bankruptcy laws, etc. If you want to get in contact with this particular law school, it's called Sanctuary Law Institute of Ohio at 614 224
0: Please. One, one, three. <laughs> <laughs> Please, if you stick to the All
2: right. I thank everyone for coming on to the show. And on the next show that we have is the mortgage
0: crash and any other
2: crisis that may be going on. It's all here, right here on the Lardy, Miss Lardy Blog Talk Radio Show. Thank you very
0: much. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy
1: Miss Clardy.
0: All right,
2: we're still on, but we're not streaming live. Okay, we want to pick this up and continue the conversation. So I am going to give you to Brother Blondie to finish the co-hosting of this show, and I'll be back, and I'll be dipping in every once in a while to have my say in it, too. Caller number three, the conversation is about the judicial system and about the judges and the the attorneys that are involved in it. And what we wanted to know is why. Why are the judges and attorneys violating the constitutional rights and legal rights of the American citizens? Can you please give us your opinion about this? Uh, Well, it was best
8: summed up. Uh, I'm involved in the foreclosure case and have been litigating it for Uh, 11 years Um, it was best summed up by a uh, large law firm who flew in their three top lawyers by private jet in to meet with me uh, after they heard about my case Uh, 30 minutes into the meeting the um, founder of the law firm said and I quote him there is so much corruption in your case by crooked lawyers, including your own, and all the judges, he said, there's no way we'd take a case like this.
7: Yeah.
8: And that's, that's what, what I'm
7: happens. facing. Yeah. So like my
3: case, case is. <laughs> I mean,
1: well, I mean, but, you know, having said that, hold on the uh, callers. I mean, caller number, caller number three yes yeah. is do you have a solution to what we can do to to uh, expose this you know put it on tv or on the air or on the internet so to make sure it won't be victims like you or uh, anyone else out on america here
8: well you run into the problem with the uh media uh will only report Um, what they're told to report. Uh, When you have these entities that um, the victims are facing, uh, they have the power um, and the influence over courts, over opposing counsel, which would be your attorney, and the media. Right. And government officials. Yep. Uh, They... Um, provide advertising dollars for your media but the internet is a, uh, a fairly new medium that can uh, help get this word out uh, I do as much as I can um, to do that but you know in the last year um, when the judges in Ohio Uh, acting on their own, decided to take a look at these suspicious foreclosures and found out that you've got banks foreclosing on property they don't even own.
7: (laughs) Are you kidding me? Hold Hold up. No, I'm not kidding you. uh,
1: Wait, I want caller number three to repeat that. Repeat that, please. Uh,
0: He's talking about
1: Judge
8: Boyko. I'm talking about Judge Boyko in re-foreclosure cases, and that was also supplemented in uh, the Southern District of Ohio by Judge Rose.
7: What about that Taffy and Andy Rice case in in Cobb County? They didn't own the land anymore, and they were being uh, criminally prosecuted for, for an issue on that, so... Yeah, it,
1: it no, I, hold, excuse me. Excuse I me. Callers, I want caller number three to repeat the part, repeat the part about the for uh foreclosing uh the banks foreclosing houses they don't even own. Can you explain that?
8: Well it it came out of uh Judge Boyko's opinion. It also came out of uh uh it came out earlier in Florida, um when uh Judge Gordon and another judge became suspicious by the amount of foreclosures that were um, coming up to their bench. So they investigated and found that, uh, well, in in the Florida case, it was MERS, which is Mortgage Electronic Registration Systems. It is only a registry. They have no legal standing to foreclose on homes. Well, these, they were foreclosing on these properties, and the judges found out that Mers is not the holder of the notes. But what came out of Ohio and uh, later out of uh, New York, New Jersey, and other jurisdictions, um, judges were coming to the same conclusion. They were challenging these banks on their... Uh, ability to invoke the jurisdiction of the court and found out they didn't have jurisdiction there is only one entity who can foreclose on a property or foreclose on a promissory note that one entity must be the holder of the note and that is the original note the original blue ink note there's only one when you close a loan and you get a copy that is a copy it's not an original. there can only be one you're dealing with 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 property here that that can be worth uh, large amounts of money. It is a safeguard so that you don't have um, these fraudsters going out and taking property that that doesn't belong to them so there's only always only one Original blue note.
3: That's why and you're seeing all those securitized trusts surfacing now because they're the ones that were there that where they stuck all those notes.
7: Right. Run that, run that again,
3: please. The securitized trusts, you're seeing the names of the securitized trusts of all these banks where all the notes were placed. Okay.
1: Now, now uh, caller uh, call number one, you uh, you're from Florida. Now, with All the the, uh, foreclosure foreclosure problems problems and all the fraud and stuff. What role did Jeb Bush play play when he was then governor of Florida?
3: Well, we found out that uh, during his time in office, I don't know whether they've actually named him directly involved, but after that, in the year 2000, all the oaths and jurats were removed, and this was verified by one of the officials at the top and. Uh, You don't hear anything about it on the news, and that explains a lot. But in the year 2007, a lot of judges went out and started signing their oaths. But according to the law, that doesn't make a difference. According to the law, all of the uh, orders that were made from the whole eight-year span is now considered void, actually.
7: Because they didn't have oaths? They didn't, take the they, didn't their,
3: their, they, they didn't have their they didn't have their oats and jurors were removed. That's what um, I found out from Bo, uh, from Bob Hurt's website and emails.
7: I got to look at that. I, I'm not that familiar you know, with that. Uh,
1: you, uh, you know, I'm I'm surprised to hear all all these frozen stories. Oh, Caller number three, your your story takes the cake. I mean, I mean banks foreclosing uh, uh, houses they they don't even own. I mean, Absolutely. how? I, I mean, how did they pull that off?
0: It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't
1: sound like they can, uh, they, they can pull that out. Oh because you, you know what you're telling me, it it sounds like both politicians and judges got their greases palmed. I, I mean, got got their palms greased. Uh, excuse me. And uh, you you, you, you know, do you? No, no,
5: any politician or judges, or
1: judges specifically who, let's
5: say, let's say,
1: got their hands caught in a cookie jar?
5: No, uh,
8: that would be difficult to prove. But in, in my case, um, I took it to uh, one of my senators um, and met with his staff. Uh, they took pages of handwritten notes. When I told them my story, and they wanted an update um oh, on my yeah. story as it proceeded to trial um, and this senator was actually the, the the perfect person to uh come in and help on this issue um my next phone call to to follow up on my story uh they said that they couldn't do anything to help me and and um uh, Basically, that was the end of it. A friend of mine shortly thereafter sent me a document showing that the law firm that I was up against paid that senator $41,000. For his uh, campaign? or what? Yeah, a campaign contribution.
7: Which state is this?
8: Texas.
2: Ah. And, and, you know, in the answer to that, I want to... uh, that I have a young lady that is in my organization where I have did research and found that the clerks were entering other people's cases from other cases in her cases hiding these specific documents while I was researching her case I found that the attorneys, as well as the judge here in Columbus, Ohio, that was appointed to this case, um, gave no notices to this lady, and that there was fraud of signatures uh where they took off of her documentation that they were supposed to send to her. They took that little green, uh, what you call it, that little green um, um, uh, uh, return receipt? Oh,
0: yeah, return receipt. Yeah,
2: the return receipt, and where they took that off of the packet and signed both an unknown spouse and another name that had nothing to do with her name onto these oh, receipts.
0: There's to a whole lot of that going on records
2: and everything. <laughs> yeah, and it was interesting because there are nine judges that were entered into her case from other cases that were doing foreplay or foul play with <laughs> other cases of homes that they were taken. And this is why I wanted to bring up about what can we do about these about our judicial system and how they're violating all type of constitutional rights, all type of legal rights that the uh,
3: it's citizens the a lot of the people has. A lot of these people are hiding behind the fact that they're the investors. That's the problem. Officials and the bank, uh, the CEOs of companies, uh, judges, and the attorneys are all investors in these securitized trusts, and now they're not happy with making this. Modification loan amount, and so they want to foreclose on these people, even if it means kicking them out of their home, and have them or have them pay those higher deceiving values. That's the that's the reason why the ruckus is going on. And well, this is it, well, home, we
2: got to do something. We definitely got to do something about this. This is why I put up this live talk radio show is to give everybody an opportunity to come forth and tell their story so that I can find a way to put these specific um, recordings onto the YouTube where they can be aired so that they can hear, you know, the turmoil that we are facing here in our communities on grassroots level, as well as those that, you know, just all, all together, we don't have the money to fight these people, even though we have a constitution that's supposed to back us, Amen. but we don't have anybody to help us
8: to yeah. enforce it. And that is what they are preying on. They're counting and on. Yep. That, that's what they use. This yep. scheme, as simple as it is, uh is well engineered they go after people that they know cannot fight back that's Once in right a while uh myself for instance, I did have the uh financial resources to fight them, but I lost all that over ten years of frivolous mm-hmm. litigation
0: mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. My, my
8: legal my legal my litigation would run seven hundred thousand dollars oh my god Seven
4: hundred thousand. The
8: bank said that um, – or, or my lawyer said that the bank spent well over a million dollars to steal my home that they didn't even own.
4: Mm-mm.
2: See, and this is the stuff that needs to be told. I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious because what they – you know, even though that you are giving your testimony – on what it was that happened to you, I could guarantee you I won my case here in Columbus, Ohio, and the judge on purpose, after the bank that came in at the appellate court level and told them, We know we didn't give her any notices, but deny the case anyway. And they if, did.
8: If you do not get notice of a filing, then that filing must be stricken from the record.
0: Exactly. You have to, you have yeah.
8: to um, get e- equal uh Access justice. to the law.
6: Right. Yeah.
8: equal access to the law. You must, you must right. have equal access. But, That's right. I mean, the first thing that you have to do is, is come armed with the true facts uh, of what is going on and what can happen, regardless of how bizarre it may appear, which... Not only does it appear that way; it is actually happening. Right. Uh, one one thing I tell people to do is when you go, anytime you go in a courtroom, you take your own court reporter. Well, that's an expense. That that's mm-hmm. right. Then they they'll destroy the, the evidence.
2: You you should be able to bring you a witness with you too, so that yeah, you wit- can do.
7: Witnesses so that- are only good so far because. They will they will not allow uh, access of their testimony lady later, later sometimes that you know that that the, the, well, you, the you I your derogatory.
2: Behavior.
7: Well, you, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, oh, you I'm know
1: something caller uh, uh first three callers and uh, uh uh Wendy, you you know, having this discussions like this you know, makes me happy and proud that we have you know, a a people's law school uh Columbus, Ohio you you're, where you can you can go to and 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 you know learn learn about the law uh for for free so you know that therefore you don't have to uh worry about the uh, bogus talk that you you know your your attorney who who pretends that's out for your best interest but instead are out for their best uh, uh, interest, so we can continue uh, to to exploit. And, and you know, just just last week on our local uh, uh, Columbus media, there's they, they did a report on more and more people are go- going to court acting as their uh, own attorneys. So you you know, the more uh, people start to do that, and you know, I feel the the more you. You know we need to do our Barack obama version of of uniting uh, coming together, stand up, speak up, and speak out against the fraudulent judicial system
2: Because oh, definitely we're going to need the data
7: but you also this how that coaching you on, how you do it you also got to have some coaching on how to to get around their landmines with their procedures. And this gentleman from
2: Texas. <laughs> what you say, the landmines, huh? The
7: landmines they place. Uh, and the gentleman from Texas, unfortunately, was trying to stand on principle, and he got shot down on uh,
0: mm-mm, finances.
7: Mm-mm. And, and, you know, it's how much justice can you afford. But once again, you know, it, it does take uh, evidence. And, and court reporters is what he's saying is is an excellent idea. I didn't think of that my daughter's. Case where you know we lost our grandson, our autistic autistic grandson. But the you know, the the because I had other witnesses that would file affidavits, but it just went in one ear and out the next. You know, they 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 just do the shuffle and the hide and seek with everything. So
0: and even go. when you go to
7: appeal, you have a certain amount of appeal time to appeal in, and they lose your case, and then it suddenly it mysteriously reappears. So this is these are all the little tricks of the trade that they pull off, and what it's going to take is enough folks trying to get the, the coaching to go into court their self proceed with some assistance and they're going to say we well, can't practice law without a license you know that mm-hmm. garbage
3: and they won't uh, well, They won't I mean, help you down here where i am the lawyers they all know about the fraud and they will not help
7: well i know and and once again that's unfortunate too that the see in georgia we don't have any uh... filming in court and they won't let you film in court i mean it you know, you have to have permission, all this, yada yada. And the gentleman said it well too. The media is basically in their thumbs too. They capitulate to what are the powers to be on the local level wants because they can't get their news stories, they can't be in the loop, they can't be part of the you know, the control system. Uh, you know, and they intentionally or unintentionally they're part and parcel of the problem. So But, well, but let me can't Yes, sir. I'm sorry.
8: Let let me relay uh what happened uh my media experience uh back in two thousand and two um, the at that time, the person who was known as the best investigative reporter around uh did a five part series on my story after reading um my appellate brief and um The fifth segment was of my testimony at the state capitol where the news station followed me down there to report on my visit. Um, After that visit, the reporter kept investigating, and within six months, the station pulled my story off their website, and the court reporter, known as the best in the Metroplex, uh, her employment terminated. (laughs) <laughs> I yep, that's gone on out, all over. I found out two years later that my opponent was affiliated with the company who owns the television station.
7: Yeah, I understand. Uh, the fourth estate really doesn't exist in this country. Mm-hmm. It's a it's extensions of the powers to be. But be that as may, all I can say is, you know, once again, in a, in a very – non-threatening way, I would urge people to try and get their representatives and senators. And you don't do it by going to them personally. You build it up through your churches, to your social groups, and say, hey, well, what's really wrong with having TVs in the court proceedings? I mean, that's just a good way to document the facts and the truth. And one gentleman I spoke to says, yeah, just from a security standpoint alone it ought to be justified. And I said, well, sure, sell it whatever way you can. But it needs to be sold, and it needs to especially be in the civil court because that's where most of the funds are being liquidated out. And, and the criminal cases, you know, they, a lot of times, unfortunately, um, you know, if the case is big enough, like the Brian Nichols, there's a lot of court-appointed attorneys that make a lot of money off of that, so he's in probably the best hands he can pro- possibly be in. But if you're a poor defendant, you're in trouble. And this is the only way to, that everyone... Can usually get on board and say, okay, that's innocent enough. That sounds right enough. That sounds, you know, American apple pie enough. Because it, unfortunately, it's just like trying to figure out my daughter's case. Some people say, well, how could a autistic child be taken away from his mother that that improved so well? Well, because the judge uh, makes bank charters, the the attorney makes uh, he defends money launders and pedophiles. The judge is very lenient on a pedophile offender, and uh, he's on the drug court, so he knows all the special deals and. And my former son-in-law is a Mexico-Canada pilot. So, you know, connect the dots. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that there's money involved in there on his side that I can't fight. So, you know, people kind of glaze over, well, you know, your poor soul, that's that's unfortunate. So I just try to push them on the fact of just let's get the TVs in the courtrooms. Let's force them to have to make documentation of their cases so that they can't go back and hide them and play hide-and-seek like they do. And that's what they do. I know, uh, Miss uh, Clarity, is that right?
2: Yes, well, that's right.
7: Yeah, uh, you know, I know. In your case, is probably similar to Taffy's and Wendy Tottleman. She was in in a Cobb County court, I mean, a jail for 18 months, and the FBI is investigating it from another state now, and they come down, and and they can't even get documentation. She was in jail for 18 months, but she was. So, you know, this is this permeates more than just the the courtroom itself. You know, they have to start reaching out. To make lies to cover the lies that they already made. So you can't do it very easily if you gotta take proceedings, you know. And, th- and that they should not be that should not be individual cost. That should be the cost of justice. You know? Well, should has not pay. We want
8: there has to be transparency and accountability uh, and, and there amen. is neither. And right. um you know, people say when I tell them what happened, they say well You know, they can't do that.
5: Well, (laughs) I know that, they are doing it anyway,
8: and nobody's stopping them. So So they're they're going to continue to do that. So my question
5: would be,
2: at the end of this conversation, what do we have to do to make them accountable and responsible and to have that transparency?
7: Well, Well, I gave you...
3: You, you need to know, take over the media and then talk to people like they're children and get it started.
7: Well, we got to be networked. you got to have emails of with people, and everyone's got to be on the list. And, and you've got to be able to have people who come into court to testify as witnesses and and uh, expert witnesses. And you got to know the law. You know, the, here in Georgia, they have the Patriot Network. They mainly meet about the IRS issues. But there's other issues that once you learn the law and the procedures, you've got a chance. You go in somewhat armed. Otherwise, and you you, sit you, and have,
3: you said it right. You have a chance. You have a chance that, that you might have mercy from the court, but that's it. It's just a matter well, of you, chance.
7: No, no, no. You don't go in there looking for mercy from the court. You go in there making this court have to sit up, take notice, and accept the Right, but they can choose to ignore
3: it is what I'm getting well, at.
7: I understand that. But, but if you make them... Uh, put a, uh, a country boy away, make them so embarrassed that their mama won't claim them, and then have an audience to show that to, that's where well, you Well, I win.
3: think they're past that now. That's why things are so bad.
7: <laughs> I'm looking right <laughs> at massive
3: corruption
7: down here like there's
3: no tomorrow, and there's no no one stopping them.
7: Well, I understand, but that's Well,
3: it's I... up
2: to us to stop them. It is up we to have... us. We're the ones that know what's going on. And we're taking matters into our own hands to make sure that they would know what we are talking about that they need to stop about. And it won't happen until we do it. We, the people.
7: Right, collectively. The gentleman from Texas, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't get your first name, but I'm Bill. But you said you had people come in there, uh, court reporters that you paid out of your pocket. Is that Correct.
8: Um, you, if you bring in your own court reporter, you would have to, that would become an expense. Uh, the court reporter, no, I, I didn't do that because by that time I was, uh, I had run out of my financial resources, but the court reporter at my trial, at my partial trial, um, uh, erased the admissions of the mortgage company and um, so I filed recently I filed an eighteen page formal complaint with the Texas Court Reporters' Commission, and there is a formal hearing in the spring of o nine um because i I want accountability mm-hmm. if you're going to do something wrong and impinge on the rights of the people of this state or the country, you
7: will be held accountable we we, we like to think so. But yeah, the yeah law, we sure do. The People's Law School, do they have courses on court reporting that, you know, this is what you need? Uh, you need an honest individual uh, that uh, can uh, be called me. upon excuse for me, uh, court reporting? You know, you'd have to have people like that you can tap into. Right. Actually,
4: uh,
2: at the People's Court uh, or the People's Law here in Columbus, Ohio,
0: uh, that is done actually by a gentleman, uh, Mr. O- uh, Mr. Brady Tittagruz is a former bankruptcy judge.
7: And I can barely hear you. Hi. Can you yeah, hear you? I can barely hear. All right, now I, now it's better. Can I think. you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, Anyone that's better. To... Oh. Is yes, that ma'am. better? Yes, okay. ma'am. Thank you.
2: Uh, the People's Law, here, uh, People's Law School here in Columbus, Ohio, is, uh, uh, was put together uh, by a gentleman by the name of Grady Pettigrew, who is a bankruptcy former bankruptcy uh, a judge and, and he's a black black man, a uh, mm-hmm. older black man, probably in his seat. And after they and we're just gonna put put the word they in the judicial system got finished with him, so he decided it never. No one never really wants to help or get involved, not unless they actually go through it. Instead of actually understanding that anybody can be a victim to this, and that you should be yeah. involved regardless, because it can happen to you. And but I, it is. But in this case, it happened to him because uh, you know of him trying to help other people, and it has cost him a little bit of his uh, uh, of his job. Maybe I don't know but it has caused him to get out here in the grassroots community just like how I am and you are to help the the uh, general public to learn more about what they can do to help themselves. And, yes, they have uh, these sessions, uh, whether it's consumer protection, bankruptcy, law, lawsuits, court reporting, whatever, but they're they're done in sessions. And so, therefore, this is why I – I try to uh, air it on air for those that may be listening here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, to, to go to those, to this school because it will be a benefit for them uh, in their trial to try to combat what is going on in the judicial system. And yes, they do have it. Um, but I am going to, um, going to let things rest for
7: now. Go ahead. I'm okay. sorry. uh, uh the, you know, those types of people, and even attorneys that really have a heart and a brain you know, <laughs> that, that that believe in the ju- uh, justice for all, those kinds of people have to be available and they have to be accessible in terms of cost to where um, I thought at one time Alan Durkowitz was that way, but I've changed my opinion about that, uh, so that people can be called into courts. Because if you try to get an attorney in Georgia to go after the injustice here, he's not going to do it because of the sheer cost to him personally, but someone coming in from outside asked the court permission to argue the case, then that's a different matter Uh, because they don't have uh, ramifications over their their license. Now, they may call back home their their state bar, which, by the way, means British Attorney Registry, and get them uh, basically uh, lectured to about not going into other states and and standing up for justice. But those things, you have to cross those bridges when they happen. But court reporters... Cameras, you know, if you can get them in there, and an attorney that really has a, a clear understanding and is a bulldog, those kinds of people are hard to come by, you know. And that's my point. They, they've got to be a resource where you can call upon them and and bring them into cases before it gets out of control. Because that's what's happening is that now you have to do a cover up of the cover up. And this sounds like in this gentleman's case from Texas, that's what's taking place with the court reporter where they left the missions out. So. Uh, excuse
1: me, sir. Uh, uh, we 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 uh, we have to let you go. I I, I like to thank all three callers uh, uh, for participating. Uh, you you know next Tuesday on our upcoming uh, show, Media Play: The Middle Class and Poor. Join us on our talk about our TV and radio uh, media and Media Play. Learn how cover-ups can hurt when the media don't report or release true information to the general public to be educated or to make them aware of what can, uh, can be happening to them if they uh, don't know. And also, I'll be talking about the other side of racial injustice. Why do African Americans uh, get punished more for committing crimes against Caucasians, but yet they get a slap on the wrist? For committing crimes against each other. This is Brother Blondie telling everybody good night and uh, good week. Uh, Have a good uh, week. Thank you. God bless. Thanks.
2: God bless. uh, Please stay tuned. There is more to come. We can resume this again on our next show that's coming up on the 16th at 6 p.m. of December, okay? Have a
7: good Christmas. Thank you. Okay.
2: Yes, bye. you're more than welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you okay. for talking and giving your opinions. Thank you.
7: Appreciate it. Bye bye.
2: Bye bye. Tell me if that wasn't something. Tell me if that was not an interesting conversation. They could have went on there.
8: They
2: would have still been on there. We would have went to bed, woke up there, still been on there. Yep, because. It's white people, that's in
5: So, are
1: you
2: going to get in contact with me before our next show?
4: Uh,
2: yeah, I'll be in contact with you before then. What is it that you want me to do?